Hello, my friends. Welcome to Eagle Nest. This is your new podcast that is going to give you strategies, tips about technology and specifically cybersecurity. Now that we live in this world that everybody needs to be aware of cyber threats and how actually to protect yourself from it. My name is Edward Lavilla and I am your technology and cybersecurity trusted advisor. Today, we're going to be talking about how to conduct business in this dangerous world, especially online. But it has brought to my attention, has been brought to my attention that many businesses do not know where to start. How do I protect my assets? How do I protect my company? But even worse, I've been hearing some people saying, well, I'm not actually in, in a big company or, or, or I'm not a famous company or I'm not the Pentagon. I'm not CIA. So I don't think I am a cybersecurity. I, I am at cybersecurity risk or uh, I don't think hackers are going to be looking into my data. I don't have anything to hide. I don't have anything important. So we, we I hear all these comments and, and it's actually something sad because it's misleading. Uh, it's, we have to understand that cyber criminals, because we have to make a distinction that hackers are not automatically criminals. Uh, hacker is someone that actually can uh, make use of something that was intended for a specific use to do something else. He can deconstruct and construct, construct again things. So hacker not, is not equal to criminal. But cyber criminals use hacker tools and use hacker, hackers technique to actually uh, gain uh, profit or, or, or just to be malicious. So in that regard, cyber criminals are not looking for the most part uh, specific companies. They are not actually uh, targeting companies because they are interested in, in you specifically. They are actually looking for companies that have vulnerabilities. And how do they actually uh, know uh, what companies to target? Well, they have what is called uh, an IP address and everything that is connected to the internet. Uh, most people know that you have an IP address. The address is the one who allow you to communicate with other devices and, and services in the internet. And as long as you have one of those, you could be a target of a hacker. Uh, they pretty much scan millions, um, um, I would say millions of IPs daily, and they see if that IP have a vulnerability or it could be attacked by any reason, and they will target it. And if they can actually have any visibility on that specific IP, it could be your company of one person, it could be a small company of four, it could be a company of a thousand. It doesn't really matter for them. They're just getting into that IP. It could be a computer. It could be a server. It could be a service. And once they are inside, they can start poking around to see what do they have that it might be useful for them as a hacker, or I would say as a, as a cyber criminal. So do they have usernames that I can use to, to exploit accounts? Can I uh, encrypt data that this company might need, financial data? private data, human resources data. So so it is, it is it, the possibilities are enormous for any hacker to actually uh, enter. Now, medium business and small businesses, uh, due to the contrary perception that they are not attacked, they are the most vulnerable because they don't have the enough resources. They are not paying attention. They don't have the staff that can actually be looking 24-7 if something weird is happening in their network. So 
when a hacker is inside of a medium business or a small business, he could be there for months and, and they don't even realize that they're there. So they actually can launch attacks from your company to other companies and, uh, you know, pretty much damaging your reputation and compromising your, your data, your customer data, your staff data, because as, as a business owner or, or someone that is responsible for, for the company, let's say a, a CTO, a CEO, a CFO, a COO, uh, you are responsible for the data of the company as well. And, and, and you have social security of your employees, you have payroll, you have their addresses, you have email addresses, uh, you even have passwords in your systems. So that could be on the cloud. Some people say, well, I'm in the cloud, so I don't have to worry about anything. Well, you, you do need to worry on a lot because now you don't have your data, not even in your control. So somebody else have that control. And if you have access from anywhere in the world, guess what? Hackers can also have access for anywhere, anywhere in the world. So just because you are in the cloud, doesn't mean you're safe. Now, there are many things that you can do to protect your company. So the, the first point that I want to make is that if you think that you're not a target, then you're wrong. And you're going to pay dearly for not actually paying attention. The, the second thing is, well, okay, you got my attention. Now I know I could be a target. So what, what can I do? What actually can I do to protect my company? I mean, I don't know where to start. I mean, uh, I need the internet. So one, one of the analogies that uh, here in Eagle Tech we use a lot is, is you know, to have a city uh, in the medieval times that, uh, you know, back back in the, in the you know, uh, 1200s, you know, with castles and the cities and uh, those cities have walls and have, you know, gates. Uh, they have guards, they have sentinels, they have uh, guards, they have paladins, they have different uh, structures, they have towers uh, to protect the city. Now, w inside of the city, you, you might have a castle, and the castle is what you have your most precious treasure. In this case, in modern time, it will be data. I mean, all, all the companies have precious data nowadays, and you need to protect that. But you also need to conduct business. So the city cannot be closed. I mean, you need to trade. You, you, you need to let people in. You need to let people communicate. You need people that have access to your to your websites, to your system. What, what, what are you uh, actually offering or how you interact with your customers, with your vendors. So you have you cannot close down your company. Uh, but what you can do is that you can actually identify what is called the surface of attack. And this is a term that uh, we in the industry of cybersecurity use a lot. So what is the surface of attack? It's, it's what is that the hacker uh, or the cyber criminal actually can actually get into. So you have to analyze, okay, the surface of attack is anything that have exposed to the internet that it might be a door for the hacker to get into my data. So what will be one, for example, well, email. I mean, we know that ransomware, I would say probably 90% of ransomware of companies come through email. Now, do I only have email as my, my uh, surface of attack? No. If you actually are using applications like Google Drive, uh, Office 365, you're sharing files with other companies or with your customers, that is also a surface of attack. So now you have two. Uh, I would say if we use the city as an analogy, you have two gates. 
that you have to guard. You have to guard what are you sharing, where is your data being shared, and what emails are you sending uh, and receiving emails that are safe, that are clean, that are monitored. Uh, now we have uh, different, we have Zoom meetings that we also communicate, we have Teams, we have WebEx and other uh, collaboration uh, systems that we use to share files and to communicate with other people. Now, that is another software of attack because hackers, and as we see a couple of years ago, we have this Zoom bombing people that were hijacking meetings and stuff. So, so hackers can also get in through those. So what are you doing to protect your, your collaboration uh, platform? Also, you have uh, more traditionally, you have your firewall, you have your internet connection into your office, or even worse, if you don't have an office, but your company is completely remote, as some companies actually managed to do after COVID, uh, you have to worry about firewalls or, or protection from the, each house. So now we're not only protecting the surface of attack, it's not an office that everything was centralized into a single office, but now the surface of attack actually expanded to each house, each employee house. And, and that could be a more, more serious problem. But uh, it, it, the surface of attack, it, it, you have to sit down with, with your staff, with the people who actually manage your data, your, your IT department maybe, if you don't have one, your managed service provider or your managed security service provider and actually realize where is the surface of attack on my company, where the hackers can come in. I just give you a couple examples. Voice over IP systems is another surface of attack that hackers actually can use voice over IP system to get in. The internet of things like your thermostat, do you have an IP? Uh, things that you can manage remotely, your lights also have an IP. So anything that have an IP could be potential surface of attack uh, and, and they, the hackers or the cyber criminals can use that against you. Now, once you have and you understand every single gate to enter your city, you did an inventory. Now, this is my surface of attack, which is the most important part to understand. Now, how can, I, how can I protect it? All right, so I have email. So how can I protect my email? Okay, I have my computers, my, my staff, they have laptops and they're using it in the office or they're using it at their house or they're using it in a conference room uh, or, or in Starbucks. How can I protect that device from being uh, hacked or, or from being actually uh, exploited by a hacker? Uh, so you have to you know, uh, ask experts to, to help you out to, okay, I'm gonna lock down the computers. Now, the other big thing that most people are not talking about nowadays is this, your mobile device, your cell phone, which most people do business with. They access corporate data, they access corporate email, they logged in into corporate applications like Salesforce, for example, or the quoting system that you have online and, and there's a lot of people using their cell phones. Now, are they protected? Is, is every single data coming from the, uh, from the phone or out of the phone encrypted, for example? If you are in a conference center, if you are in Starbucks, how can you know that none of the people around you actually is scanning all the network in that free Wi-Fi, which is another thing. 
uh, free Wi-Fi and people are listening to everything that you say. Are you protecting your phone the same way that you're protecting your PCs or your laptops? Most companies are not. I mean, and, and unfortunately, even enterprise companies are not protecting mobile devices, believe it or not. Uh, so there, there are many the, protecting the mobile devices when it's provided by the company is easy because it's pretty much company policy. But when you're actually protecting personal phones that are used to access corporate data, that's when people are like, no, well, don't put security software on my phone because that's my personal phone. And I don't want the company seeing what I'm seeing. Uh, so that's pretty much another big surface of attack that you need to address. You either put your phone that you're using, your personal phone that you're using for the company, you have to put the security protocols in the phone to access, you know, email, to access corporate data, or don't use it for that. And I will provide you a, a cell phone with all the security that it needs so you can work on it. it I know that's financially, sometimes it's not easy to do, but, but it, what is this risk? Your data your reputation as a company uh, you don't want to be a victim of, 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 a, of a cyber criminal just because you you pretty much do not want it to you know uh, make an employee feel bad about themselves uh, that you want to protect their phone and so forth so mobile devices is a big thing nowadays so you have to identify everything that you have you do you have a data center in your in your company you have a small closet with servers or you don't have anything you have everything on the cloud now is your is the cloud protected do you have servers on the cloud protected with a with a real firewall uh not with the one that comes with the providers like you know amazon web services and azure those are basic uh firewalls those are like screening doors for 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 a house but you actually want a real door that will protect uh your assets online so identifying that is is critical is is most crucial for your company that everything is accounted for all the entries all the income all the outcome of data so the big thing is your staff of two people or 50 people or 100 people trained in cybersecurity tactics because uh, we, we say several times, we can spend a million dollars on security in your house. And you can have motion detector, you can have laser, you can have automatic machine guns, you know, once the motion detector is triggered to protect your house, you can have uh, automatic artificial intelligence uh, monitoring the behavior of your family so you guys are secure. But guess what? If your kid just disable the alarm and let people in that million dollars is just a waste of money the same happened with server security we can put all the protocols uh in place all the security protocols in place we can cover every single surface of attack we can protect the email we can protect this and that but the, if an employee actually opens the door for a hacker to get in then it will bypass most of the security protocols now, we as a cybersecurity professional have to account for that, but it's very important that whoever you have uh, working for you have constantly training on, on the latest cybersecurity tactics. That is a must. We live in this world now. Digital work is, is a reality, 
everybody is living in it. Everybody cannot be independent of the internet, unfortunately. And so we have to make our staff aware of that. Now, why crime uh, and cybercrime right now is on the spike? But it, it is obvious for some people, but it might not be obvious for other people. So crooks, you know, before they can just go to any business and they pretty much go and, and with a machine gun or, or a pistol and then just get in, give me your money. And then, you know, you just open the cashier, you get the money, or you want to rob people in the street, you just stop the people with a gun, give me your money, and they will give you money. But guess what, folks? People don't have cash anymore. If you go to a business, you, where you're going to get 300 bucks? That's all. Because everything is digital now. You know, everybody have their, 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 their Apple Pay, they have the Google Pay, and sell. So who have cash anymore? No one. So the cash right now is, is digital. So now the crime moved to digital. Now they know businesses are easier to rob if you're using cybersecurity uh, threats. If you exploit those threats, if you exploit the vulnerabilities of the businesses, and, and it's even better. Because now the cyber criminal, they don't have to show their faces. They don't have to go physically to a place to rob. They just can do it from I don't know, Pakistan, they can do it from China, they can do it from anywhere. So now they have an open access to uh, thousands and thousands of businesses uh, and the enterprises that have the money to protect themselves, they are not, you know, off the hook. They ask, they can be targeted, but it's a hard target. If someone have to be obsessed with that company to get in. So guess what are they going to do? They're going to go for the medium and small business because they know they don't have the resources. They don't have uh, what it takes and they are not paying attention, which is even worse. A small business and medium business are not paying attention to the cyber threat. So you have to be smart. You have to train your staff. You have to ask for regular audits. You have to do uh, penetration testing uh, to see if a hacker potentially can get into your company easy. Uh, change the password, use multi-factor authentication. So when you put your password in, there is a second password that you have to provide with numbers. It could be numbers and letters that it will be in your phone. But it, it, this is just an introduction of, of how to operate in this dangerous world. Uh, there are many information that we're going to be giving you uh, uh, more specific by each category of cybersecurity. Also, in the comments, if you want to know anything specific about, about cybersecurity, I, I heard about this term. What does this term mean? Uh, how can we protect ourselves from this and that? I heard this in the news. I mean, the news is just making uh, headlines all the time about cyber threats. And, and is the ransomware threat is not going away. It's the easiest way to get money uh, because now with the cryptocurrencies, now they don't even have to worry about how do I cash in on this. They just use the cryptocurrency. And unfortunately, if we're not talking about millions of dollars and actually a headline company, the FBI and, and, and federal agencies are not going to really care because they can they can hijack your data and they can ask for $10,000 in small businesses and, and they evaluate the businesses. They know how much they can pay. So what is ransomware so if you don't know what ransomware is is when the hacker goes into your network 
in your computers and he said well here is all the data human resources data or, or or client data or production data and they pretty much encrypted in the same server or in the same computer now you don't have access to your own data in your own computer on your own server and that could be in the cloud or it could be at your office it doesn't really matter for the hacker uh, and once it is encrypted the only person who can actually open that data to be accessible again is the hacker with a key and guess what they actually gonna ask you for for money to give you that key and sometimes that key works sometimes it doesn't work so your your data and your company is in the hand of this cyber criminal for that to happen is it's not very hard they just need to have access to one single computer in your network and when I say your network I'm not talking about a, a physical corporate network in a place your network could be spread out to all the computers of your employees so if one employee gets compromised by by a hacker they can encrypt the data of the other employees remotely so remember with all these new uh, advantages that we have working remotely from home is also open up more uh, surface of attack to, to to be compromised by a hacker so we have to balance also if you want to be remote if you want to have all that flexibility you have to make sure that you should secure all your employees where they are at so we really appreciate you watching this a brief introduction of how to conduct business in this unsafe and unsecure and scary cyber world uh, we're going to make sure that you get all the information that you need and remember to, to follow us uh, on, on YouTube, in uh, LinkedIn, in Apple, Spotify, uh, and I think Instagram. We, you're gonna see here in the bottom, uh, you know, how to follow us. Just click like and share it. If you think that you have a, a someone that can actually benefit from this, this is just the first episode. This is just to create awareness, and we're gonna go into more details on how to protect your company in the next episode we're going to be launching this uh updates uh or we're going to do new episodes every two weeks uh so if you're interested on on, on learning anything uh just write in the comment section uh or write an email to this uh, email that you have here in the bottom and we will be able to cut you know have a catalog of of requests and then addressing each each one of the requests as they come in so we really appreciate you uh, joining in this uh, new uh, podcast. Uh, thank you very much. And again, this is Edward Lavilla, your technology and cybersecurity trusted advisor.